Welcome to the Heroes of Reality Podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, adventurers, and on today's podcast, I have Jason Livin. Jason, in 2018, and friends started building worlds based on VR games to change the way things are done, interviewing developers within their own VR games within VR itself. They also brought in ways to get people together during the pandemic, game release parties they could do not without do without risk, and they gave creatives a way for them to do meet virtual meetings. Jason is also a disabled player that works closely with developers to test for seated play and upper mobility issues. He also works with many VR YouTubers to bring the community together and help them out with creative ideas. Jason believes that con creators, content creators, the VR community, and developers have to work in a symbiotic symbiosis to help build the future of VR together. So without any further delay, I'd like to welcome Jason. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, brother. Hey, I, man, told you, you. I told you it was going to be a long-winded one there. That's <laughs> <laughs> the half-breath in between. I'm like, <gasps> Well, I didn't know. I didn't know how to put everything. I put in like I was trying to put in like one one a little paragraph there for you, but it's it's kind of kind of tough because I don't just do like one thing out there. So I love it. No, I love it. it, thanks, it was, thanks, thanks for that. Did I put symbiotic symbiosis on there? Uh, well, that, I, uh, well, what happened was I I, yeah. I said the word symbiotic by accident, but you said symbiosis, yeah. and so I had, oh, okay. I had a double back oh, in the speech pattern to be able to catch it. Yeah, so, so it sounds really it sounds fancier. I like that. that, like that, that yeah, completely, completely <laughs> not intentional whatsoever, <laughs> even a little bit. Uh, but but I'm excited to talk to you about a a feather a fellow. Um, deep in the world of VR, uh, community builder, also interviewer, also works with developers. So a lot of a lot of crossover in, in the worlds of the things that I do as well. And so um, I'd first awesome. like to start off with um, just a little bit about your journey into the world of VR. Can you talk to me just a sure. bit about like what got you into the space? Uh, like, do we want to go far back? Because <laughs> uh, my yeah, first uh, experience was at uh, as it was at uh, Disney World actually with with virtual reality. If oh, we really? if we want to go that far back, I can I can talk about that and then yeah, yeah. what was that? I can talk about like the, what we got to. Yeah, highlight, mind blown, what happened, that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, I know probably, people have probably heard the story a couple times here now, but uh, I I was in it's probably like ninety five ninety six. Uh, my cousin was having a wedding out in uh, Disney World there, and uh, they told me there was an arcade there. You know, so I'm like. Point me, point me in the direction of the arcade because that's that's where I want to go. You know what I mean? Like I love the rides and stuff and all that, but if they tell me there's a giant arcade, I'm going to go there. I had no idea um, what was in there. When I got there, they had a couple areas of uh, VR setups. One was the Aladdin uh, Magic Carpet ride, and then there was like a, there was another one downstairs. I think it was like the it was like the Hero Games. It was a bunch of different like middle mini games. I, I always I always lose. <laughs> What it's what it's called in here, but I know they they have that on here. So that's mm -hmm. uh, basically I think uh, Jesse Shell, the guy from Shell Games, had worked on it. You actually had him on here uh, talking about stuff too. Watched that one <laughs> recently with him, but um, yeah, he's he's one of the original people that actually worked on this there. Um, so I was there with my cousin. We we got in line for the Aladdin's Magic Carpet ride. We got there, and uh, we both sat down. So I'm like, you know, I, it was kind of the long visor style headsets, you know, like the, <laughs> the the futuristic looking ones that you used to see on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so you got on this thing, it's kind of like a half like a motorcycle there. So you get on this thing and uh, put it on. And I'm like, I wonder if I look to the left, you know, if I'm going to see him. And he was sitting on, you know, my left and he's, uh, he had the same thought I did. So we both looked at each other and I was like, holy crap. You know what I mean? Like I'm really looking at him in a different <laughs> world right now. So that, yeah, that was like my first, you know, talking about mind blown experience. Like that is basically the first time I experienced that. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I had been at different stuff like, you know, our arcades where you get those one, two minutes things with the giant goggles and stuff like that. That was all right. But that was like my first real, like, I felt like I was going around and doing something there. And that was really awesome to yeah, experience back then. That yeah. right there, it, one, it's like a scoliosis maker because there's just so much weight on the thing and just like <laughs> they're going to like crumple you. But but that there is a magic when you're not expecting to meet someone in VR or see someone mm -hmm. in VR and then you look over and you guys are both in the virtual world again. It's like, oh my yeah. God, there you are. There you are. And you have this like, like I don't know, there's this mind-blown experience that you oh, get yeah. to celebrate this joy 
with the like someone in your world in your life and that you're you, it's like you both literally got whisked away to a magical land together uh, a whole new world if you would <laughs> right. you know perfect, perfect pun for it there, <laughs> i like it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i've been saving uh, that for I'm, years. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm the i'm the same so we're, we're probably gonna get along here with this conversation. <laughs> but yeah i mean that's that was a that was really awesome experience then you know what i mean like mm -hmm. that for me has been a big part of here like you're talking about uh you know getting together with other people there because for me i you know since uh since I got the issues that I have, um, I have cervical nerve damage. Um, you'll probably see my hands curl and do a different weird crap during here. Just ignore that. It's <laughs> it'll it'll go away. But um, yeah, ever since I've had that, I kind of been stuck at home. So like VR uh, came at the perfect time for for me, you know, and and for a lot of other people too. Of course, they were everybody was waiting for it. Um, could you talk a little sure. bit about that in terms of what is it from from your perspective of of having the cervical uh, nerve damage? Um, did I say that right? Cervical nerve damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's that, a hard one to say. I know a little tongue twister there. So. I'm just to see if I got it right. The uh, but with um, can you talk to me about the experience and what the feelings you got when you actually experienced the VR and what it was like for you to um, and like what about VR uh, makes it appealing for someone um, that that might have um, uh, might be physically impaired in some way, shape, or form? Uh, like I said, a lot of times we like people like myself i mean i'm not can't speak for everybody obviously you know my issues are mm -hmm. my issues other people will have different issues than than what i have mm -hmm. out there of course but um like i said for me it was like an escape i've been looking at the same thing you know i love flat games don't get me wrong <laughs> you know still love my flat games can't always play them all the time but uh yeah um yeah, once once VR came around here, it was I was outside of my place. You know, I could be with you, like you said, I could be hanging out on the beach with you somewhere, watching like the waves come in or something, or or you know, eventually surfing down that or something. Like, <laughs> well, we'll go into the little fantasy world that was shown to us recently, right? We'll we'll, we'll relate stuff to there. I mean, there's there's stuff like that out there. You know what I mean? Not exactly like I said what was shown, but there's stuff like that out there, and mm -hmm. experiencing that kind of stuff, you know being able to do stuff I'm not able physically to do too was pretty awesome. Um, I know some people are, aren't happy because sometimes we're a little shorter in games and stuff like that. It happens. So that's why I work with the developers be like, Hey, can you put like a hide adjustment in there for us? Or, you know, maybe put like a little switch to that at least give us like another different height or something like that. Mm. You know, some people, like, sorry, I'm going off on a whole nother tangent there with it there. Yeah, some people will do it. Some people won't. Like um, guys like Onward and stuff, I can't get to break. I'm like, just give me a crotch button. Like I drop my gun. Like I can't pick it up again. <laughs> Your game, like it goes down. Like for me, it's reaching through the floor because I'm already halfway there. My guy's six foot tall. If I go, if I drop my gun, I'm like, hey, guys, can you uh, can you pick that thing up for me? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like because I'm stuck. So like there's some games like that we won't be able to play out there. I get that. Mm. You know what I mean? But like. There's plenty of the shooters. Like I love the ones that'll put like the magnet stuff. So you can just grab the gun right there. Go play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can still feel like a badass running down a field. Uh, you know what I mean? Playing, you know, with my buddies. I, I don't want to sound like I could just want to go kill people and stuff like that. That sounds wrong, but you know what I'm saying? It's like the thrill of being out there. You know what I mean? Like your people are mowing you down, you got your gun, you gotta, you know, red load everything, you gotta do everything there. Um, I just love, it, you know what I mean? And being yeah. able to experience all these different kind of things out there um, has really changed my life. And I know for, for others, it's, it's been the same too, because I've talked to a lot of different yeah. people out there about it. But yeah. there's, I mean, there are some physical requirements within a lot of these games. Um, and there aren't a lot of options for us there. Um, like you go to PlayStation, you go to Quest, there, there's maybe like the 3D router, a couple other things there you can use. Uh, um, mm. On the PC side, they have a couple more things like they have um, walk in VR where you can actually assist somebody. So, I say um, I didn't have control of one hand and the rest of my body, like you could take another controller and basically move me around in the game for me so I can actually experience that too, as well. You know mm. what I mean? So, there's lots, there is kind of tools out there. Uh, things are getting better like that for us. Uh, I could be here talking. Yeah, I could talk your ear off for like the next half an hour about different stuff like that. I don't know if you want to hear all these kinds. Well, of things, then yeah. one thing that I mean, it's just you, interesting. You for, 
Sure. It's a good, no, it's a good thing. And and looking at it, though, there's a couple things. One is being able to calibrate that height right out the gate, just as a developer perspective. It's so important to say, okay, coming in, how how tall are you? Because as developers and being being a developer and working with other people, you sometimes you forget that like like there's a bug in the game that you just get used to and you just ignore. You're like, oh, or you only, or you have the perspective of what is it like to actually you know you know be shorter or taller i know we made a game called uh sweet escape which was a candy climbing game right, um yeah. and the thing was like we're like oh this is great but then we we put uh younger kids would go through it and they couldn't reach the candies but we're like oh yeah. what happens when you have an arm span of like three feet and you're like oh darn mm -hmm. so we had to like look at that but unless you actually unless you see the struggles of somebody going through it like you, you someone working with you know with you working and then the developer being able to see that you're just blind to that kind of stuff and the the you know, uh, some of the developers maybe not putting yeah. a crouch button could be just because they're just they don't understand. They don't see the pain of um, of, of people struggling. And and uh, I think it's I think it's really important yeah. work that you do. So well, um, they want the realism, too. I'm not there to, to like squash their vision either. You know what I mean? If like they don't want to adjust then people like us just won't play that particular game. You know what I mean? Yeah. We won't recommend it or whatever. It's not like a. We're gonna blacklist you. For, you, know, not to, you don't change it. We're, we're gonna shut you down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if you do, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get a lot more sales with people. But that's, but that's right. Yeah. That's the right way to promote it, though. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, man, it's like it's not. We're gonna hate all over you. We're just not gonna promote you. Do you want us to promote yeah. you? Do you value our opinion? Yeah. Well, then we're we're gonna promote you. If you don't, it's like, but those people that come and go, well, you're not catering to my needs. Um, as a developer, uh, mm -hmm. you get thrown like there could be a one sentence request. You know, uh, right. like, and, and it's like six months or a year of work and you're like, Oh, I'm going to get to that. Um, and so that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's, yeah, that's I've, so I've heard that. I've heard that quite a few times. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I get it too. Like take care of the majority first. Like, well, like I'm a patient guy. Like a lot of people are, some people are not, you know what I mean? You're going to get flack from particular people out there about it. Like as long as the change is made eventually, great. You know what I mean? But like, cater the masses so you're able to get the money to be able to do that kind of stuff to help you know what yeah. i mean we don't we got people like me don't watch you guys like breaking yourself for it but i mean it, it gets frustrating at, at times with with different stuff out there like uh like crisis brigade they actually uh between um i'm kind of blanking on the names right now um it's kano and um sorry i'm blanking on the the uh, i should know this like back man i talked to these guys quite a bit but they uh, they were basically arguing because uh, I couldn't play their game because you have you have to duck behind something like cover mm, mm. and there's no way to do that. Um, uh, so eventually they added a shield to the game. Oh, uh, just so like if you're standing there, you could still play. Like I could still you know block the bullets, yeah. but also shoot with one hand. Yeah. But then then they're like, oh, should we mark it with like a handicap? You know, sign. I'm like, no, 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 because that's you know I want you creating like a negative stigma out there towards people like. Like, hey, oh, they're just giving it to us. It's there. But it's like it did have a different marking on there, like slightly on the thing, like saying that you mm -hmm. used it and stuff like that, which was fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need every I'm not, I don't need every trophy out there like on the guys that do like the hunting for that kind of stuff. Like, big deal. Just uh, give me a little something that'll help me play your game. And that's awesome. If you can't, I get that, too. You know what I mean? Like, but like, I like if you. Sorry, go, go ahead. I'm, I'll, I can keep talking. See, I told no, you this the, is going to be easy. I can talk about VR all day here. So then uh, we're going to go we're gonna, we're gonna go deep, <laughs> man. We're going to go deep. So let's 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 shift gears here. We're talking about building experiences for people. You are such a fan of people making amazing VR experiences. You've done something that I haven't really seen anybody else do before, um, and celebrate these these developers and all their work. Um, can you please talk to me a little bit about what you do uh, to celebrate these people that you really find engaging and and uh, the time and effort that goes into actually uh, making that? Are you talking about the actual like interviews for the shows or are you going yeah. on to like what we did like during the pandemic stuff? Um, or, the, the or all of it <laughs> in general or all of it. We can general. talk about the pandemic, but yeah. more specifically when you do the interviews and the effort you go mm -hmm. to creating this, the, the environment. Oh, sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Um, for that, we do have some of the best builders in Rec Room and people that I've been, some of them I've worked with for quite a bit uh, for like at least two years or so. Some, you know, people come and go out of there. It's not for everybody. So it's a lot of work. 
so we, what I do is I go, I try, I try to explain to the developers, hey, look, we really want to build a living advertisement for you within a, you know, one of the most popular games out there. You know, I mean, it, they kind of sometimes they kind of understand where we're going there. It's like, oh, well, it kind of sounds neat. You know, we're like, we're going to interview you within your game. And it, it kind of catches people's interest out there. So that's sure. kind of like my, my foot in the door out there with people. They're like, okay, well, it sounds interesting. I'm like, well, you know, all I really need for these guys is because they spend a lot of time. We just need some keys for the game. Like, so basically we put in our work for the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fair and square. You know what I mean? It's not like, because I do ask, I do ask for a decent amount because usually we have anywhere from like seven to 10 people working on these things. Um, so, you know what I mean? I just make sure everybody gets taken care of for the work. Uh, a lot of the artists put in like 40 hours each, uh, for these sets. Um, so it's like a whole nother work week just to put those things together. Then it's gathering everybody together, trying to find the day where everybody is available <laughs> at one time and bring everybody together and just have a good time. Well, I like, I like doing it with these guys this way too, just because, I mean, like we're doing now, like, this is great. Like having a face-to-face -face talk here. But like a lot of times people just do that for these interviews with the developers. So for them, they're coming into basically fan art of what they enjoy. So they're more at ease to talk. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe we get some better information from them or whatever it is. And they know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a way basically saying, hey, we love what you do. Like, we're going to spend this much time to show you this and then you can come visit or do whatever you want with the room afterwards. Like sometimes we've set up, like I said, for for meetings like uh with the walking dead oh, like they cool. really wanted to use the room for meetings because they were just doing like uh like what we're doing like a zoom style here and they're like i'd really love to do it on here we're like okay got you covered here go and we'll go in tell us what you want we'll move some stuff around we'll put in some more couches or whatever you need and uh yeah uh and then go to the Sorry, I, I know you. You sound like you look like you want to ask something. I, I'll stop so you. Well, can no, no, man. I, I'm excited about this. No, I, I just <laughs> I felt like I just want to. I want to highlight it and just yeah. just to recommunicate it. It's just so it's so so. What you do is you find a, a VR studio that that you think is an awesome game. You think they make awesome work, and then what you do is you invite them to be interviewed uh, inside Rec Room. And then what you do that is very very different is you actually build out modeled environments set environments for these people so that so that when they go inside when these developers go inside rec room and they go inside the room that you built it it looks it's done with a lot of the fan art from their own game so it could be saints and sinners or it could be um any of the other um uh uh the dungeons and dragons game d monte uh what's the name of it uh, you talking about Gmail? Demio, Demio, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that one because it was both. It was kind of very meta because you were inside uh, <laughs> Demio as well as 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 uh, you could ex you could experience it from the outside, like you're the VR guy, or you could see mm -hmm. the little the little Dungeons and Dragons board as well. Oh, thanks, man. That was it. <laughs> super cool yeah. stuff, but that much yeah. effort to go in. To, that's a true fan of of to put in forty hours. Because I'm gonna tell you this, I did not put in forty yeah. hours before this podcast to meet with you. Um, I like, of course, I, I wouldn't expect I, you to, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I hit the button for the for the the stars in the background, but that was really the the entire thing I put into it. But to show that much effort shows your true fandom for that, and and I think you're right. Does elicit a different response from the developers that are going through that to be like, oh my god, these people actually appreciate me and and my art or my code and what got made. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a, it's a really it's a really powerful thing. I've never uh, seen it. So it's a definitely a, I'm sure it's going to be, is there a term for that yet? Do they do? do uh, no, I mean, not really. I mean, it's, it's just, it was, it was, like I said, it was a different way to do it. I mean, we love VR so much. So we're like, just the, where would they be most comfortable to come in? Plus, like, like said, uh, sure. You want to, you want to coin it something? What, what are you looking for? I just I don't uh, know because okay so you have a podcast studio where you podcast right uh, there's 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 I just never seen someone I know that there's I know there's VR tubers or they're you know VTubers um that are you know YouTubers that also do VR kind of stuff but I've never seen someone that does a podcast uh virtual interview while building out set art inside mm -hmm. 
fan art inside the thing. It's um, it's it's, it's very metaversey, very very. Um, I don't well, know. yeah, I mean, it's honestly part of why we started it too. Besides that, was because like people wanted PS Home in different places, like that PlayStation Home. Like originally, we were the uh, PlayStation, the PSVR chat show, like mm -hmm. that was the only show, and then we encompassed everything after that. So. Uh, like it was kind of a way to build home. People are like, oh, you, there's no PS home with it. We'd love to do that VR. It's like, so well, you can go in, you can make your own home in this thing or or buy a room where it has a home in there, go in there, put your stuff there, right? That you buy and then go in and check out a game. Because originally we were, for these for these sets, we were building out like three different rooms. Um, the second room would be actual, our the best representation we could do within Rec Room of a working model of their actual game itself. Like, so the wizards, like the second room in there, you had to go in there and you're fighting the giant boss. You had to put something on your back, you're pulling up the bows, you're doing the moves to pull out the stuff, <laughs> pulling out the bows and everything there. I mean, that, that it just got to the point where we're getting a little crazy with it. And, you know, we, we, we love doing it, but it was taking so much time, like, it, like even more time. Like, sometimes it takes on these builds like three, four weeks, even for these now, because just the detail these guys are putting in are crazy. Yeah, so sometimes the actual art itself is a little more than the game can actually handle itself. So, oh, you talking about Rec Room? Yeah, well, no, like you... sometimes, like yeah, for the other games, they're so advanced. But, like we do, like a little more advanced version of like of what they've done there. You know, like mm -hmm. add a couple more things, or maybe some different lighting or something to it that you could tell, like on a quest or something, had to be cut cut down and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, it's like I said, it's fun to do. Plus, it's getting people together that have a passion for this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there a goal? Like, is there like an end game? Like, is there like what? Like, you're just like, oh, we're we have a we have a destination when we want to go here with with making these um, metaverse studios or. Well, I don't... well, like like I said, it's it's part building these worlds and part uh, basically getting together. So if you say these, here's here's artists. That are very skilled. They can basically duplicate what these guys are doing in another medium. So it's kind of like I said, it's it's that symbiosis. It's introducing one to the other. So you got these young kids that are basically highly skilled going in to do digital artwork. You have developers out there. They're shaking hands. They're seeing they could work in a group already, right? Mm -hmm. They're saying they're skilled and they can do what they do. So when the time comes and these guys are out of school. And they go to get these jobs and these bigger companies are there they're going to remember them and that's my hope for these a lot of people that work on these kind of stuff with me so there is a lot of goals there for me mm. um like i said it's giving me so i'll go be honest it gives me like self-worth like because if not like i'm just some dude sitting here you know i could play games and hang out with my friends and stuff like that but i'm like i'm not doing anything so like this you know i'm doing something creative with the testing with the games that's the ability to help other people out there you know what i mean like i said i can't really change what's going on with me but i could change stuff out there vr allows me to do that and this the show like i said just to be creative we'll be we'll do more stuff that's not going to take as much time but like i mm. we just want to do creative stuff you know what i mean like yes we're a niche kind of channel yes we don't do what a lot of the people do out there but that's also part of the experience too like you know what i mean it's it's for the developers all uh, these guys are spending a lot of fucking time on this stuff you know what i mean like sorry i don't know if i could curse on here with you here, you can curse yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but like, they're, they're spending a lot of freaking time on this stuff so it's like you know give them a little love and i know that way i kind of with these guys i don't have to really be biased either you know what i mean i could help them out on another aspect like i don't have to tell you whether you or not you're going to buy the game I'm here to get. I'm here to show you who these people are, get you to meet them. Um, this is who they are. This is what they're doing. This was their passion behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it gets you them to maybe if they know you a little better, then maybe they might be more likely to buy your game or you know what I mean or help support you in something else. There, um, it's not just a bunch of people out there. It's either love or hate, and that that's the decision <laughs> and decision for the game. Get to meet the person behind it. You know what I mean? Some games yeah. suck. You know, we know that. <laughs> we all know that. Some oh. games are not going to be great, and some games are going to be fantastic. You know yeah. what I mean? I've seen two guys pull out stuff that 30 can't. You know what I mean? It's There's some amazing people out there with this stuff. But they need some love and motivation, and that's where kind of where we come in there. 
but uh, you know, we've got to 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 get a little word out there. We ha kind of have to conform a little bit to what people are, yeah, doing with other videos and stuff like that. But still, what I like be... is this. What I like about your things is is one of the things that I think is really great is, um, you're honoring their effort and you're and you're celebrating their their joy. Um, I had someone on once and then she talked about the three three layers. Uh, she called it Powell's pervasive play lens. And you have like the the inner plane, right? Where I need to play the game, right? I am I am achiever. I gotta I gotta get all the trophies. I gotta get the things. I want to do this, right? That's like the dedicated. And then there's this second layer that they're they're exploring. They're not really playing the rules of the game. Okay, I need to get all the trophies, but I'm just gonna look around this environment. I'm just gonna hang out. I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna see what's behind the bridge. I'm gonna look underneath this. I'm gonna see if I can break it. Just that kind of. And then there's this third level, which is really the it's the aesthetic celebration of the it's 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 people celebrating the artwork of the game. And it's that third layer of people that go around and they do fan arts, they do manga arts, they do whatever those pieces are. And and there's a there's a thing because like how much time and energy and sweat and blood and all that stuff goes into making these kinds of games. Cause if you've never built like VR, if you've never built a multiplayer experience, you don't understand how much time goes into it. So, so yeah. for, for, for them, I can't imagine like the emotional impact that they must feel of all that time they put in and all that, all that um, like feelings of like, like doubt and worry and 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 sleepless nights and endless amounts of Red Bulls and uh, you know, all, all of that stuff, right? And then you go inside and like you're appreciating them at a fundamental level, not just saying it, but by exposing them to. It. And I think it's a really, it's a really great thing. Um, uh, have you, if, if, for yourself personally, is there, um, is there certain games that stand out to you? Like, what for you has been the most, like, mind blown games? What are the ones that you love to play? The ones that you've put the most time into? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a social bee, so you'll catch me more in like you know. VR chat or rec room or those kind of places. But, uh, you know, other than that, uh, it's getting together with at least four buddies like, uh, DBO, um, uh, walk about mini golf, mm. uh, just kind of quick and easy stuff for me. A lot of times that I, I love the big games too. I mean, I love everything, but there's certain things that require less physically from me. Those I can usually go for a little more time. Mm. And, uh, like I said, some of those have really made it easy for me to play but like there's so many there's so many things to choose from out there too but like what's your opinions on on rec yeah. room versus vr chat what do you what are your thoughts around that like is there um i mean they're two different worlds to me you know what i mean yes they're both uh they both have a lot of people in there one is you know i know everybody says rec rooms for kids uh it doesn't have to be you can literally go in there you never have to see a kid just hit on that private button in there you can go anywhere you want um, rec room allows you to build more and to be creative more and stuff like that. So it's really fun to go around and see what people have done. Uh, VR chat is very limited on that kind of stuff. Like they'll give access to particular people to make those kind of worlds and stuff like that. And they're really neat because they can kind of, you know, break the limit of what graphically you can do. And that's not the, just the Lego aesthetic and <laughs> stuff like that, that you get in rec room. So like I said, they both have their own little charms and stuff like that. And they both have their own little fan base communities of people hang out at different ones. But uh, uh, like I said, most of the artists and people I met, more creative people I met, have been on the rec room side of stuff. There, is, uh, we're, we're looking into neos and stuff like that too, um, just because we can do a different variation of something with neos there. Um, that I think if they build that on a social platform level, will. Can you explain me a little, little bit of neos? Ideas. When we say Neos, could you explain to me? Is it Neos VR? What is that? Yeah, Neos VR is basically like a sandbox spot to where you can bring anything in there. Say you created a 3D model of yourself, you could ingest it into the game, make it your avatar. Is <laughs> um, it up and running? Right What's that? Is it up and running? And everything? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Any time. Yeah. 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 That's. Uh, if you want, I'll go show you around sometime. But yeah, yeah. there's like I've gone around with uh, a lot of different people that have been there for a while, and it's a, uh, it's a really neat place. It's good. Like there's so much, there's so many things in there that you didn't think would be able to happen in, within the an area like that. But people are yeah. literally you can you can go in there and make anything you want. Like you can design, three D art in there. You can make your own world. In wow. There. Uh, like the people like this are going to be the people that are like when they talk metaverse and stuff like that, like people that are building these kind of worlds are going to be 
the ones making making this kind of stuff. It's not going to be big companies. PCVR no Quest or uh, it's PCVR. I know they're working on Quest and stuff, but it would really limit what's in there. Sure. But, yeah. Um, if you yeah, do you have the PCVR setup there? Um, I can yeah. do a P. I, I primarily use Quest because it's mm -hmm. so convenient. Um, but yeah. I can I can always um. Uh, it, I can set the PC at the Vive and stuff like that, but I also um, the um, using uh, like the Quest Link or any of those other things. I use that too. So yeah, I, I use the I have the OG uh, Quest and I'm using the virtual desktop. So I've I understand that's yeah. <laughs> that's how I that's why I do mine here too as well. So oh, okay, yeah, cool. like I said, uh, you know, I'll take you in there one time. It'll it'll blow your mind on what what you can maybe, do. There. Maybe what we'll do one time is I've done a couple of these, um, uh, but the the connection wasn't good. Um, I was able to stream it into the actual, so I did like a podcast kind of thing where mm -hmm. you gave me a tour and we did like a, like a recording and you kind of gave me like, you're like, Oh, well check this out. Almost like you're the mayor of the place. Give me a tour of the place. <laughs> um, that'd be really, I think it'd be really fun. Yeah, they have, they have cams within there too, that you can actually work with like a steady area if you wanted to just cool. get it like there. There's, there's ways to do stuff. In you, you know, yeah. I think so, <laughs> no, I think so fun is the fact that like, I've been in VR since like, since the beginning, at least for me, of like uh, backing the Quest headset on Kickstarter, uh, get, or getting the, I mean, the Rift headset, the DK1, getting it in mind blown. Um, I'm a rec room player. I like rec room primarily. Right. But then also like, there's this whole world, the Neos world, where I don't have any experience. And then I feel like, <laughs> I feel like a noob all over again, where I'm like, where's my, where's my menu? Yeah. How do I do this? And it's just, it's really fun. It's, when it's, it's a little work. tricky. Yeah. It's a little yeah. tricky in there. Like the, I'll admit the, that, part will kind of deter some people away in there but it's once you're in there twice like once or twice like you know how to pull it up and you know how to get to where you need to go mm. and stuff like that once you learn that you're good even a guy like me that takes like four, <laughs> four or five times for me to do it to get it down like it was easy to pick up there but like there's so much you can do within there and there's just yeah it's it's fun i i, I could sit here explaining every little yeah. thing that's in there but well, I, We'll it, take a look at it when we'll yeah. go into it. Uh, but the best thing is being power leveled by other people. I mean, that's one of the best things about this social <laughs> experience, right? Is you have people like, hey, man, follow me. Come this way. You know, I've gotten some yeah. uh, some bangerang tips from like, uh, I'll, I'll say 13-year-olds uh, to be technically <laughs> technically incorrect uh, uh, in rec room to show me the ropes of certain things. Like yeah. you get like, you could kind of hide hack before. I think they patched it. But you could hide hack into like the walls when you're going through oh, the quest yeah. mode, right? You could like, you know, do that and just kind of fire around the corners and stuff. So um, I love being power level with people going through these these virtual <laughs> environments. Um, have yeah, you? Jim, Jim, you talking, must be talking Jumbotron and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, now they got smart. They they took that stuff out because they knew. Ooh, <laughs> hack, hack the system, man. Uh, what like? Can you talk to me about a well, couple? Some, like... some some of us suck at those games. So you know, we're not uh, we're not ace players. We gotta. We gotta do what we can to get our uh, get our gear at the end of the uh, stuff there. Right? It's not a, it's, <laughs> it, you know what? Like if it's not if it's not a bug, it's a feature. You know, I was <laughs> I was I was enjoying it. Can you talk to me about like uh, a lot of people who don't have experience going into these social VR applications, aka the metaverse, the new buzzword? Um, they don't really. They don't really understand the depth of a experience that you can have inside of outside like one of these experiences um you talked a little bit about the aladdin old 1996 right. back in the day can you talk to me about any type of mind-blowing experiences you've had doing these social experiences where you felt like you had like a really uh powerful or deep connection with somebody while being um inside one of these social vr applications Ooh, oh, geez, there's so many. I mean, there's a lot of different experiences there. I can't like pinpoint just one of them there. But uh, like I said, like uh, some of these just people are building literally like uh, roller coaster parks and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I've been to one in a while and going somewhere like that and riding a roller coaster with somebody and throwing your hands up, you know, <laughs> while you're going down and stuff like that, yelling with, well, you're just sitting here at home on your chair and stuff like that. <laughs> Which is pretty probably really silly in the neighbors, you know, with no sound or anything else going on here. Probably just seems like I'm talking to myself half the time. But like I said, those these experiences there are just awesome. I mean, like 
I, I know just like anybody else, I've leaned to, you know, the thing that wasn't there in VR. Like, oh, the counter's over there. I'm going to lean on the counter. Whoop. Yeah, no, there's no counter there. <laughs> it still it? fools me. It still fools me after these years. That's what, that's kind of what I love about it too. You know what I mean? It's like, you put the uh, yeah. you put the controllers on the desktop that isn't there. Like you just you you, you yeah. go to, yeah you're like, oh <laughs> you're <living> for <laughs> oh I'm I'm sorry yeah. all right my hands yeah. are in the wrong reality my bad oh yeah and then you have many people have punched their TVs or done different stuff out there because they they forgot where they were or they're completely turned around facing couches or yeah it's uh you get lost you get lost yeah. in the world yeah I've been punched in the face so many times uh, building <laughs> okay. a a uh because our one of our games is a candy climbing game where you you just run you swing your arms to the air and you grab things right um but the thing is like so i've demoed it a whole bunch of people and we were back in the day like hacking the space where we'd put up two vibe sensors and we'd shove two people inside the environment oh, and boy. so like you're like the matrix trying to dodge people as like they're swinging at you uh but you know it was but people like you know truly lose themselves inside that environment and that's why i was like uh, it's interesting for you because you're saying you, you've had so many experiences inside there. It's hard to pick from of like what what's one that stands out to you because it's, it's sometimes like bringing back this experience to people that aren't inside the metaverse or whatever the social VR. I don't know if there's a better term for it. It's just like the yeah. common common term, but like trying to communicate that what that experience is like to meet friends and have fun and go on adventures and things like that. It, it's, a, it's a sense of being a kid again, but like how do you explain it to people? Yeah that don't have that experience, what the actual like impact is, what's really going on that they maybe aren't living and experiencing. Cause they might just look at, it's like, Oh, it's just a, it's just a, you know, they, they poo poo it because they don't experience it on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. Uh, but how do you... a, just a demo, right? Yeah. That's just, yeah, a just demo. demo. There's no good content out there. That stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. There's plenty, there's plenty of stuff out there. Uh, I get really excited about stuff. So, you know, when I talk about things, I'm pretty passionate. So like I, you know, I'd describe it just like something they know. I'd pick something they know, give them an example of a diff different type of game, per se, that was something similar. Like just like imagine being there and seeing your gun, the actual size it is, or, you know, being in the world to where like, you know, on your TV, you see everything there. Great. But mm -hmm. you, you can see everything that's around you. You can, you know, literally put your arms out, hold your gun around the corner, which you couldn't do on, on some of these, you know, say, on these first person shooters or different stuff out there. Um, it's just kind of enticing people. I know it's, uh, it seems like it's like selling a drug out there, right? <laughs> For this kind of stuff out there. But it, it's not, it's once, once people experience it, some people like it, some people don't, you know, it's, it's going to be hit or miss with people out there, but just to, describing, like I said, particular experiences, something that they're familiar with. Usually makes that conversation easier if not then you're getting the backlash from people out there ah you know it's a it's a joke it's not there like i've heard that from my cousin too the same one that i went on that carpet ride with i'm like dude you know vr is here like are you getting a headset or are you gonna join or he's like oh, it's not it's not where it's where i want it to be at it's everybody's stuck in that ready player one fantasy like things will get there eventually you know what i mean but like that is very far fetched dream just like what was sold to you, like I said recently on the Facebook stuff. That was there's a lot that, of that, that was a nice little dream that he put in the CGI there. But uh like I said it's, it's not fair. Yeah. It's well, not fair. It, it, TV TV sold as a fantasy that now technology is trying to live up to. Right? Yeah, but yeah. there's you'd be surprised. Uh we're closer to what he wants than what you what you think. Basically there are other people working on this besides them. And not just, no, I'm not just talking about big companies either. Mm. Like I said, this is this, like, just like the internet, this place belongs to everybody because it's going to be nice for everybody to connect. Say you, you can build a reality smash area there where people could come in and hang out at the set, just a little world by using one particular ID or something else there to connect to you. Right. And you just go around these different areas, your avatar, everything follows you around. You go visit anywhere you want. You know, Somehow. we don't want, yeah, like that. This is what the, like you said, the people, a lot of people don't know what the metaverse is about. That's what it's about. It's about connecting everything in a digital way. Like, yeah, it's awesome. We can go surf the net and find the website and go oh, click, but just imagine being able to go look at the stuff and, and ha pick up, pick it up with a haptic glove and feel 
like the weight of what it is or what it actually feels like of what you're buying or something like that there just talking about the commerce side of it because obviously you need money to survive in this thing so but like i said you can't have one company controlling this entire damn thing what what's your whole thing on the because there's like when i noticed that the, when the metaverse popped off as the zuckerberg announcement there's people that went into two directions the the vr people were like well, yeah, duh, we've been calling this VR forever. How dare you steal this metaverse concept? And then there's like a lot of like NFT crypto people going, yes, the metaverse, get NFTs, things like that. What are your, what are your uh, thoughts around these two NFTs? Worlds? Yeah, the NFTs, I don't, I mean, that's awesome. But I still, like, unless crypto is something, then those NFTs are really worth nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People got a temporary fee for it, but if the, like it's not a solid thing. It's a, it's a neat deal. It's a neat way to sell art and have unique art and stuff like that. And like, say you own something like that, say you printed out a 3d or something, a 3d printout of it, so, you know, put it in your house, the piece of artwork. And then if something happens to that, like say you have a fire or something in the house, you still own it. Boom. You know what I mean? You can put your, like you forever own that kind of stuff. That kind of like stuff is neat to me, but, uh, the merging of these worlds will, like you said, will kind of happen. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, those digital paintings will be like, maybe you'll have a di digital rendition of your apartment or whatever, or your house that you live there, right? Yeah. You could put it in there. Like, there's, like I said, that's going to, some stuff is going to, it's going to, there's going to be weird balance between like, you know, what you own in reality and what you physically versus digitally. I see that kind of stuff coming. Um, that that is kind of neat. I mean, that's not what really excites me about this. It's just getting everybody together across the world and experiencing neat stuff out there. You know, different stuff that they haven't seen. I've you um, know I've noticed I've noticed this pattern. Um, and uh, and being like I'm a diehard VR multiplayer dude. Like that's my jam. Like that's what I that's what I'm about. I've been building it since 2017. Like this is my whole thing. And there's a, there's this like um natural rejection that i feel for the crypto space which i feel might be a bit uh unwarranted um but like as a vr diehard kind of person it's like it's like don't you, like we've seen so many gimmicks in the vr space uh, a lot of things happen with ar and other ones where you see it you're like that's a gimmick get out of here give me real value i want a social multiplayer vr experience that blows my mind which is what we do want right but then there's right. a lot of people in the crypto space that are day traders that feels a little bit like a religion, right? Where you're like, you're like, hey, trading things, buy my crypto. It's going to be worth something one day, I swear, right? And I feel like they're like trying to get these these two people to live together because like, show me a, a day trading crypto NFT person who spends all their time in VR. I haven't seen that. But I also yeah. haven't seen too many VR hardcore people. But like VR hardcore people do it out of the love for hanging out with the friends, having a great time and... Uh, and just overall enjoyment. Like I went in and played Rec Room on the weekend, and I did quest mode, and I uh, made it somewhat far uh, in the in the crimson uh, experience, but not as far as I wanted to. Should have saved my friend, but too. Anyways, uh, but I, it was just for fun, right? But then, the, but the crypto people is about making money, right? It, it doesn't seem right. like that the whole fun thing and the, and the making money thing is like coexisting yet in the space, which I'm I'm curious. Well, who's gonna... Yeah, I mean, like I said, the only people really making too much money in the space or like some digital artists are, but like it's more the developers that are making the actual apps right now. It's some, obviously some more than others, some less than others. We, we know it, it happens, you know, people, people come and go too. like, yeah, people, may, people may, may become, they made one game. Uh, they got a couple backlash. They're not making VR stuff anymore. Um, but there's a bunch of new people coming in too. You know, it's, it's it's an exciting time right now. Plus, like like you're talking about the kind of crossover with stuff there too, like the AR and VR. Like we'll get the XR stuff going on. Um, that's mm -hmm. that's going to be a neat kind of transition there too. I think people that will start experiencing the AR kind of stuff, and they'll be like, okay, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm experiencing this. I can see whatever here. I got the information right at my, you know, at my eyes and stuff like that. But like I think eventually they'll get into. They want to go like escape in a world and stuff like that there too so i think these these worlds were co coexist uh, the nft stuff is way more secure than our banks are right now so okay. i'm with you there on that kind of stuff like that would be nice to have that as a future but yeah there's so many different things out there it's just 
it's a tough one for people to kind of get that grasp on right now. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. oh, buy Dogecoin, oh, buy this, buy that. Um, the artists, like I said, are in the right position here because their art is pretty awesome. And if people own it and they get hyped, then you know they'll they'll be able to sell their pieces and they can do work from anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, let's yeah. There's there's lots of there's lots of I don't know. There's sorry. I'm, I'm just going off on like 20 different tangents right now. Like there's no, so much it. that can go on with all me, of this. Like, let me ask you, what's the most exciting thing for you right now in VR? Like right now, like, like, is it the new headsets coming out? Is there new content coming out? What for you personally, are you the most excited about that's kind of like what's coming out? Um, the new headsets will be nice, obviously better resolution and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I can't wait to see what Sony does with the PSVR two. Um, yeah. There's, there's so many other different headsets coming out right now. It's hard to like, you know, you got the Pimax 8K stuff, which I don't know how anybody can put that giant thing on their face. Oh, it's an that, awesome that, looking thing, but that thing is like this big. Like, yeah, like it, I, I would like be able to wear it for like one second and then I'd be out of commission for like the next three days Dude, after that. That's yeah. a straight Aladdin one, man. That's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Dude, I think that's that's way heavier than I think even that thing was back then, man. Like at least that was like the old, like, you know, not like not heavy plastic on it. That that thing just looks like a just like a brick. But I mean, yeah, there's like I said, there's so much tech coming out right now. I think the tech is really gonna help change what VR is, but like also at the same time, most people coming in are looking for the standalone headsets and stuff like that now too, right? They want to be able to take it everywhere. But even that's changing. Now people have got that experience. They're like, okay, oh, I can get all these things on a PC. So now everybody that's gotten that is now shifting over. So we're going to keep seeing things change in this in this world, which it's just exciting. It's It was neat when it, everything first came out, but it's just like, now there's going to be everybody competing because it's becoming popular now. Finally, you know what, what we've been waiting for for years. Thank God, is, right? is happening, now, right? Yeah. It took Facebook, it took Facebook to come in and do what they needed to do to throw some money at it. You know, I know everybody doesn't love them. I'm not the biggest fan myself either. Uh, they were supposed to give me um, the quest, basically the original quest too. There, I talked to the PR. Mm. You know, I had Nathy and a bunch of other developers wrote a thing there for me to. Get one like, hey, you know, get one, take a test and do all this stuff. Told me they're going to give me one. They didn't. So the community came through and picked it up for me. <laughs> like, oh, they said, community love. Like, I, like, yeah, ambassador stuff. Yeah, I got passed up on because they knew I wouldn't be the kind of guy that would take that kind of deal from them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it, I'm like, it, it's, it's like you guys left me behind. Like, I'm supposed to help. I'm testing for people that are coming on your freaking store here you know what i mean like like give me something to help you out like you give them like 10 headsets to to joe schmo to hand out there or, or whatever like just give one to one dude that can actually help you out doing stuff it's got to be but, crazy from them because i know how like the demand to get inside that oculus store like they're i mean they've got to be getting hit up left right and oh, center yeah. to like to get inside there and it's one of those things that like i'm curious like the uh how many like moments that they've had where there's been PR people that didn't know like, Oh, I don't Jason. Don't worry about Jason. That's some guy named Jason. I'm just going to, and then, but he has no clue of like what you've done, your commitment to the, the, the community, all the, all the effort that's gone into it only for the, mm -hmm. only for them to like turn around and someone go, do you know what you did? They're like, Oh no. And they like shrink the intern shrinks into like a little hole because <laughs> of the, the experience that they have, but like, they don't know because they're just getting hit up by so many people. So it's hard. I don't know. I've, I've heard on the inside with people messing up and just going, Oh man, I shouldn't have, I know I was supposed to mess with right. that guy and I totally didn't. They have that shame and guilt that just gets pounded on them. So it's just, I have a little bit of sympathy on both sides of it. Um, but being a super <laughs> geek, geeky geek is like, give me the headset. And then I don't get yeah. one. It, it, I, I, I do get a little ragey. So <laughs> right. I, I can understand it, man. Um, yeah. Well, it's just like, yeah, they just like, they just completely stopped responding. Like, you know, like, tell me you can't do it at least, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we'll do it. Like we don't have any right now. Like it was the time where they didn't, you know what I mean? They don't have any right now, but when they come in here, we're just going to put you on this list for right now. It's like, okay, cool. You know? And then started talking and chatting with the person was friendly with them and then boom, just nothing. 
You know what I mean? And mm. then the next thing I see, people are like, oh, I got a headset to give away. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no. really? Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, but like I said, at least because uh, I can't, I can't afford these kind of things. Um, like mm. people are helping that, me out with this. You know what I mean? It, that, it, that's the that's the amazing thing is I'm putting in work. People are helping me out. You know, mm. love them for it. Because if not, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. Now, now I'm getting behind again because everything's coming Quest Two, and now I can't even see half the stuff that's coming out. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Because like, the Quest Two, because I mean, the Quest Two is yeah. like the it's the the Quest Two is like the cheapest headset to come out in the VR space. Like, I know that like when I was first doing development, I needed a two thousand dollar laptop and like a twelve hundred dollar yeah. VR system, right? And now it's like. 300 bucks on Amazon is that is that is that too expensive or is it just so many oh, well, I, I make zero like on what I'm uh -huh. doing like there's no for what we do on the show and for just for helping what I do in the regular life there's I just I do it's for free basically yeah so, um uh it's a, yeah it becomes a tough one there on that you know what I mean like uh I'm gonna have to ask them again I'm gonna have to go to Facebook again and be like, "Hey, I'm running this situation now where I can't test and do these." I think things have changed a little bit there because I, they, I can just be like, send them the things, you know, write ups. Uh, hey, there's a write up from Brazil on what we did. Hey, there's you know, Skydance Interactive promoting like what we do there. Like, just let me like give me something to help me out so I can test more stuff for you here. Because, wow. like I said, like Medal of Honor and all these other new ones and stuff like that are just can't do anything with. You can't yeah. try it. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing is like it's interesting because of like how much you, how much time and energy you've gone to actually making those environments. Um, I think it might just be finding the right people, or I don't know what that is, or maybe getting the like if you get have a petition signed by the developers. But like, what, I mean, what, I mean, I think one of the challenges is right now is that like they have the entire market share, they have all the man, they are like. Yeah. That the quest store is like the new Hollywood kind of thing where everyone's trying to get yeah. in. So it's like they're getting pulled left, right, and center. I mean, what yeah, they, they, they help, they help who they want. I, I'm not, I feel, I feel like I'm just sitting here bitching about not oh. getting it. So that's not what it's what? about. It's just I'm trying to help, you know what I mean? Like, I'm uh, really it's, trying to it, help out here, but like, it is what it is. Like I said, they, they know, they know who the people are that will sell the stuff for them. And I'm they've, not. I'm, I'm not don't get me wrong there's some good guys that i know where that are within that group too as well but like i said they know who the people are that will from them and i don't mind i'll call a i'll say the same thing to somebody directly that's what, that's the yeah, difference but, between them and others. yeah like it, 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 uh, i'm just not we, they know we wouldn't do that so like i don't know so getting something from them, like getting them to help out is, is like pulling teeth for, for somebody like me, even though yeah. it, you think you really think it shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. It, I mean, they, okay. what they do is they originally, they would, they were up front where they would support a lot of people. They give a bunch of money to like a bunch of like indie developers. Most of them crashed and burned um, in the indie developer space. And so now what they're doing, they take all of their money and they throw out the really successful titles like the Beat Sabers, like the Echo Arena, yeah. like the other ones, and they just buy the entire company, swallow it whole, and say, you're coming with me, and they're going to go that way. And that seems to be their new yeah. new strategy, <laughs> which is, for good or for ill, like, uh, it seems to be the thing. But with that, I mean, you can see that there's a need of the times with what we're doing with, with, with Oculus, with PlayStation, with all these things. What, what do you think is really missing right now from the marketplace? What is it that you want to see that isn't here yet um, that you think would really take this yeah. whole industry to the next level? That's a that's a big question there, right? Uh, well, well, like I said, what's missing to bring? Are you, if we're just talking about bringing it out there, like I said, it's just getting more hype out there on what's going on. And I think they have a lot of the games now, like Resident Evil and other things that are really going to pull people in. Because I know there's a lot of headsets being sold just by that alone. Yes, it's an old game. Uh, then you got San Andreas coming in too. That's I still have buddies that play that to this day. You know that the so there's there's no way that that's not gonna like tickle the fancy of a lot of different people out there to get them here. Um, like so it's technically things are gonna change, and on the game side things are gonna get better. People want the big AAA stuff. You know that's all. That's what you see in the groups. I'm in them just like you are there too. Where's the yeah. big AAA? I've got this, you know, 
these are fun and all, but I've done this. Where's the big, where's the big game? Where's the big game? And then you get something like Medal of Honor announced and they're like, yeah, you know what I mean? And they're excited for, for like a you know, good, good week or two and stuff like that. But, uh, um, of, like I said, of, things think, oh, sorry, Grand Theft Auto came out 16 years ago, <laughs> yeah, but, means, but like experience of that being in the game is a whole different story, you know what I mean? Like, for, for yeah, for different people, I just think it's crazy yeah. that there's a 16 there's a year old out there who never knew in a world without Grand Theft Auto, like their entire <laughs> life, there's been nothing but Grand for 16 years of Grand Theft Auto, and there's people still asking for it, and now we're going to re release it. That's crazy because it feels, I don't know, because I'm older, it feels, it feels not as that as much time but but like you're but you're right so there's these one of the triple a titles uh coming out which is one, one of the big requirements they want triple a titles to because that's what people are craving um you're saying something right. else but i cut but i cut you off there what are the things you're looking for oh i'm just saying like the new devices and stuff they're coming up with like the things that are going to make it more realistic for people i mean maybe not something that would help somebody like myself but like like I said, like the Deca gear and all these different like little pieces of equipment or the haptic feedback, uh, even the B haptic stuff, like where Alex and Alex is getting that. I, I work with Alex a lot. He's getting that in everything. It is amazing to see what he's doing with the, that. I got, I got stuck with the 3D runner, the tough one that trying to get that on the PSVR side was, it wasn't easy. Trying to get the developers to put in the game after they made the game. They're like, eh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for him, he's like, hey, I got this haptic feedback vest for you that everybody loves. Like stuff like that. That's uh, we'll get people into it. Unfortunately, those things are pretty expensive. You know, mm -hmm. so right now, like the fancy VR is still like a, uh, a rich man's game, basically on those kind of things. I um, yeah. having people like that show that off and talk about it and getting these popular kind of games will get people's interest. You know what I mean? Because they'll see like it's getting more advanced instead of just like. There, there, a lot of people look at it like we're at the Atari level of, of VR right now, right? That's we're at crazy. the infancy of it right now. But I mean, things are changing so fast within here. Like I said, there's in the next five, 10 years, things are really going to change. Um, I know even Sony's planning to do like the hybrid games too, right? They're talking about doing um, like a AAA title, but then having a VR option on the game too as well. Can you imagine like if every game made, they have to do VR for it? I don't think it's going to work for some, but like just the thought of that would be pretty amazing. You know what I mean? Just imagine like got a war option on both sides, you know, you could be him or if you just want to be him on your TV for the day, you can do that. But you maybe imagine being able to switch back and forth in between just depending on how you feel for the day. Right. Yeah. Like, I just so, want to go. You know, it'd be amazing. Sorry. <laughs> no, how beautiful it is too. Like God of war, uh, like the Kratos, like that the evolution of that game. There's some games that like when they come out and they're amazing, then you're kind of scared for the second one because you're like, don't steal the joy I had from the first one. All right. But they, they kind of like it got better, right? It's one of the things like Valve can do. Valve is pretty good at like making, you know, number two, number three, Half-Life, you know, and then Half-Life Alex came out. You know, it's it's uh it's really cool to see when someone took like an amazing PC title like that, um, Half-Life uh two. And then they brought it to the next level with like half life Alex. And that's like, that's what you want to see. You want to see like, not just grand theft auto. You want to see a grand theft auto Alex or something, but it's like, <laughs> right. it's now a reimagined version of that whole universe um, yeah. to the next level. Like, and then that, that's what I think is going to like, yeah. when you can only get that experience in VR, I think it's going to blow people's minds. I, yeah. I know people want the six, the GTA six, right? Everybody keeps talking about why they keep redoing five. Uh, They'll keep redoing it as long of, as you keep buying it. <laughs> plenty of places VR, VR will bring a whole new life to that. Even, it, yes, there are the VR mods right now, which I know Luke Ross worked on, which are pretty cool. But, like, the games actually being made for that, we all know will make a huge difference in that because we all know that even on those, you still are playing it with the thumbstick. It's not the true feeling in there. But yeah. I don't know. We're going to get that. We're going to see how crazy people are. Too, at the same yeah. time. <laughs> Live it out, man. Live it out. That's life, man. Hey, you know what I mean? It's better better there than in the, in the real world, right? <laughs> you know dude, what I mean? Dude, the, I did, yeah. dude, I did an experience with this thing. It was on, I think it was on Steam. It was like VR Girlfriend. And it was like this hyper-realistic, 
hyper real. Like, like I didn't have sex with her. I'm just going to come out and say that. Not that I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it just wasn't an option. It just wasn't hey, an teach, option. Teach their own, right? <laughs> it wasn't an option. I didn't have the option. But it was like this hyper realistic thing where um, it was um, the girl was like, I think half Chinese, half Japanese or something, something like that. But like super realistic looking. It was PCVR. And you had all these like little micro dates where you played like rock, paper, scissor with her. And then like you got the feet or something. You did darts with her and you could totally cheat and knock the darts down. You like, oh, yeah. and like, the, and like the last thing was like, it was like Sunday and she was trying to find some sort of letter or her Sunday dress or something. You had to go help her find it because it was lost. And it's like, and, and then like at the very end, she goes to leave out the front door and then she turns back and she runs and he opens, she opens up your arm to give you a hug. And, and like, I just, you just, you just automatically put your arms in. I was like, oh my God. I was just like, wait a second. Like this was like, there was like three dates or like five dates that I went on with this like virtual girlfriend. And I'm like, and it was pretty, pretty engaging. I'm like, if I could totally see if there was like a thousand like dates, like there would be a lot of guys that are like, you know what? I could go and try to get a girl or I could just have this VR date thing. It <laughs> was it was really powerful, man. And I, and I was actually mind blown by the situation because I was like, this was this was demo ish. But it was like and this was like two years ago. I'm like, someone's going to come out with that where, um, you know, you yeah, yeah, all the haptics to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, add all the haptics to it. You start feeling pressure points. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Things, <laughs> things will change. Things will change for that, too, as well, you know? I'm VR, leave really, me alone. Kind of, for all kinds leave me alone. Of things, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Well, what do you think, like, get into this whole, like, where we're going to with this whole world and, and, and this, this new reality that we're stepping into? What do you think is the biggest dragon that we face right now in terms of, like, what's the biggest thing stopping us from really, like, all living in this metaverse and stuff? Well, we all have real-world stuff we have to deal with, too, you know what I mean? Like... I know you hear people talk about, oh, it's, they're just going to want to live there. And that. no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, some people are going to want to, you know what I mean? There's going to be some people that are there all the time. It's, it happens mm. with anything that you put out there, right? But it's not going to be everybody that's going to be there. But just why not? You know what I mean? Why not go and experience a world that you can't do going out there? It's going to save people a lot of money, right? <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to go walk around and travel the world. Uh, eventually, you'll be able to feel what it's like there, right? You'll have, you know, temper. You'll have things that'll adjust the temperature around your rooms and stuff like that. You'll know what that, you know, you'll get that cold chill of like the snow out there, some crazy stuff like that. I, I just, I think there's so many things that can be done mm. with with this. But like I said, I don't think that there's a real fear that people will just stay within it forever. But who knows, mm. like. Maybe like you said, like uh, like they're trying to save people's brands, right? Like freeze people's brands and stuff like that. I mean, what would be so wrong about digitally if you were digitally uploaded eventually, and you could just enjoy just hanging out with your friends and family for forever? You know what I mean? Ever and ever. Well, yeah, like man. I know, but like if you want to disappear, you go do it. It's like your choice. I mean, obviously it would be weird because somebody would have to take control of that thing. And I know they made the Twilight Zone scary episode about that too as well, where yeah. like they were up louder that control of it. But I mean, like, I don't know, stuff like that, I think is kind of neat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, there's also the scary side of stuff too. Yeah. But like, we can live here in fear of everything else that goes on out there, or we can just know there's good stuff and enjoy what's what's out there, right? Uh, yeah, man. Sorry. We, we live. We live in the future, <laughs> like, dude. Like I said, I, I, I keep talking. Uh, I keep talking randomly about stuff here. Uh, I'm, we could, we good, could be brother. here. We could be here for like ten hours, dude. Seriously, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just keep going off on different stuff. <laughs> I, I, I love and appreciate the rants, man. Um, it, it's been absolutely beautiful and wonderful to actually have you here. So, um, but with that well, being said, me. though, brother, of course, of course. With that being said, is there anything else you'd like to let people know about before you tell them how they can get a hold of you? Um, yeah, if you guys want to look us up, we are the VR chat channel. Um, just look that up on YouTube. It's just exactly how it sounds. Uh, the space VR space chat space channel. Um, I'm at the Livinator on Twitter. If uh, I always put everything there, if you want to follow me. Um, other than that, yeah, you'll find me around. I'll pop up everywhere that you're. <laughs> where you're, if you're in VR land, you'll you'll see my name popping up at different places. That's just me trying to help roll things along. 
and uh, be friendly. So uh, you can either choose to ignore me or say hello, whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm a fun guy to talk to if you get to know me. Um, the crew that we like, I said that we work with is, is pretty awesome people. So uh, we're just trying to make the future of VR fun. Give the, like I said, give the developers something fun to do. I'm going off on another tangent. You asked if people just to get a hold of me here. Um, yeah, find me at those two places. That's the best way okay. to find me. Uh, we'll have some more fun stuff coming your way. We won't just be just interviews on the channel. So, uh, Beautiful. Dylan, thanks for having me, man. And, uh, appreciate Absolutely. you. And like I said, I, sorry for going off on 20, uh, 20 million good. different tangents today, but, uh, that, that that's my, my brain is, my brain is on sometimes. So I, I, I go off good, on weird, weird, weird little tangents. Sorry. All good, brother. Hey, and if you're in if you're in the world of VR and you and you see the Livinator, give him some love. So and you can you can find him at the Livinator on Twitter. And it's been a pleasure, man. It's awesome. I love the work that you do. Um, I think it's really dope and uh, definitely paving the way. So have a blessed and beautiful day, my friend. And I will see you on the other side. You too, buddy. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes Quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or, if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.